Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Young Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. Welcome back to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. This is Young Pratt, your partner in raising smart kids through the arts. I want to celebrate you for taking the time to be with us for this episode. Today's guest is Katie Owings, a visionary with a heart of gold. Katie is the dedicated founder of Impact, a 501c3, the owner of Inspiration Performing Arts Center, and the fuel behind the mission of To Inspire You. She's been featured on Dance Informa, Fox 9 News, TED Talks, Star Tribune, Century College, the Inver Hills College Review, More Than Just Great Dancing, Grace Church in Titanian Haiti, and Healing Haiti, in Movement to Kampala, Uganda, and Awakening Soul in Costa Rica. She was just accepted into Stanford University's Social Entrepreneurship Executive Program, where she'll be studying alongside 50 of the world's top nonprofit leaders starting next week. Ms. Katie speaks with her heart, teaches with the knowing that we are all students, and inspires people globally, all while giving glory and credit to God. She most enjoys time spent with her friends and family, traveling with impact teams around the world, forming community partnerships, and all the in-between moments of respite and peace on her yoga mat. She is honored and Grateful to be part of the more than just great dancing message and family of studios worldwide. Well, Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Young, and hello, everyone. I'm honored to be here. And I just have to say, wow. I mean, for those listening, this introduction, I mean, you have accomplished so many things in your short life. <laughs> it, it's really quite an honor to have you on the show, and I'm, I'm so glad that we could finally connect. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, so let's go back to the beginning. When you started on your arts journey, did you imagine getting to where you are today? <laughs> no, no, um, I, I didn't. I've always believed in my dreams, um, but I, I didn't know that you know, life and, and God would take me on the path that I'm on now in, in such incredible ways, of which I'm so grateful for. Um, to go way back, I started 10 years ago, so at the age of 20, I was in a social work program at the University of Wisconsin River Falls, and I was studying there and also doing dance theater, had been a competitive dancer all my life, and um, I just was kind of at this this crossroads of deciding do I want to continue and pursue social work or do I want to move into um, running a studio and so like many students I was 
involved in school and pulling out loans and just unsure of what that would look like and what capital would it take to start a studio. So what I decided to do was partner with a community ed program. And I literally think of the day that I uh, signed the agreement with them um, and negotiated for them to do a lot of our marketing. And, um, and I was, I was, I decided to um, quit my journey at school um, and start with a community ed program teaching dance on a very humble stage at a elementary school. I had about six students. So to think of those days, I, I'm just, I'm always brought back to that time. Of, and, it, and it keeps me humble. And I, I can't imagine what the next 10 years are going to bring. But um, yeah, so that's the, that's the very, very humble place I started from. What a journey that is to go from six students to where you are now, writing multiple companies and taking your message worldwide. That is really tremendous, Katie. Thank you. All right, so I want to talk about impact and what you do in that program. I just want to make sure that our audience is well aware of the great work you're doing, not only in your local community, but what you're doing globally. Okay, yeah, and you just touched on it right there. Um, it, this is, you know, a grassroots effort started from the dance studio in a very local way. Um, and then we just started to outreach more globally. What we are is we're, like you said, a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we connect dancers, artists, dance studio owners, dance teachers to come and be a part of our service-oriented trips. And the regions that we are, you know, involved in in the, in the world are impoverished regions. So we serve in Haiti and Uganda. And we're partnering with some organizations right now in Cambodia. So when you first started IMPACT, how did you choose the particular regions? You talked about them being impoverished, but how did you go about actually saying, yes, I'm going to go there? Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of really, it was just a lot of dots connecting. Um, I had gone through some personal things in my life, and I, uh, and this is probably about three three years ago, yeah, three years ago now, and I decided, you know what, I, I've, it's always been on my heart to serve in missions of some kind, uh, so I was asked to be a part of a sports camp team um, with an organization called Healing Haiti, and I said, well, I don't really play any sports, um, <laughs> but I have a bunch of tap shoes, and I teach tap. And um, the lead organizer of that trip, Sue Leonardson, she said, Katie, grab your tap shoes. We will make it work. And so I got the studio behind the efforts. And I said, all right. I sent out an email. And I said, hey, guys, I'm heading to Haiti. Uh, and Miss Katie's going to go to Haiti for a week. And here's the scoop. I need any old tap shoes that you may have. So I really utilized our community uh, to get behind the effort. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going, I want the studio to come with. Even if they can't be there physically, they're there in some way. And so kids just started to come in the studio, dropping off their tap shoes, moms coming in with bags full of stuff. And I packed a suitcase. I went down. Uh, I had an incredible life-changing experience during that week. Uh, and I opened up the suitcase and, and had tap shoes and got to see uh, 
bunch of Haitian kids try on tap shoes for the first time. And it was just a remarkable experience start to finish. And then um, on my plane ride home, um, God just laid it on my heart. Like, here you go. Here's the next venture. Um, And I thought to myself on that plane ride home, like, this would be selfish of me to keep to myself. Like, there are so many hearts that want to serve in other ways and so many kids and just seeing the outpouring of support that we had at our studio, I knew within our more than just great dancing family that we would have the same. Um, And then from there, you know, it just, the ball started to roll. I have family in Uganda. And so it was connecting with, with the family there and figuring out how can we make this work here? And we just had our pilot trip in October and, and now we're filling trips and, we're, we just raised $25,000 last, last month to start building a school in Entebbe, Uganda. Oh, my goodness, Katie. What? That's <laughs> tremendous. Congratulations to you on that fundraising effort. That's just, it blows my mind. <laughs> you know what, Young? It blows mine, too. And um, I, can't, I can't take all the credit. The credit, first and foremost, goes to God. And then, secondly, just like all of the people who have come together um, for this. It's, it's just been, I don't know, it's the fuel in my fire every day. And, and it's what, you know, gets me up and out of bed and has me working tirelessly. So, yeah. And what I find so fascinating about this organization that you have is that you're using the arts, you're using, you're using dance to transcend Mm -hmm. cultures, to transcend language barriers, to transcend really, you know, bringing these two worlds that are so far apart, bringing them together for a common purpose. And that is just so beautiful. Mm, thank you. Thank you. You know, the, um, the connection made on this all is that, you know, culturally speaking, dance is like a universal language, right? So where words may fail, dance can speak. And so um, the connection just has really grown organically. Because um, as human beings, like we're drawn to the arts, we're drawn to creating, we're drawn to, um, and as dancers, to choreographing and to exchange and to have an, you know, a really, really intimate exchange of um, what it is to create. And so that's really our platform. And we, we walk in not with our heads held high, like, how are we going to serve you, um, you know? Um, or, or, you know, I'm going to serve. And what we're finding is more and more missionaries that have come on these trips, they're coming back like, wow, I thought I was going to make an impact. But this country, these people made an impact on my life. And now what way can I pay that forward? I, I'm getting goosebumps listening to you and all this amazing work that you're doing. And I, you know, I, Again, we're here talking about the arts and helping parents and, you know, finding Mm -hmm. ways the arts can change lives, how the arts can really increase how smart our kids are, not only in school, but socially and culturally. So, wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amazing. That's great. So let's bring it back to sort of, I guess, within within our doors of the studio and working with the kids that I know you work with every day. Mm-hmm. When you talk to parents about the arts and, you know, when they say they have a busy schedule because they have so many other competing activities, 
what is something that you tell them about what the arts can provide that maybe nothing else can? Well, first, I mean, you know, as cliche as it is to say, I, you know, the groundwork of it is that arts inspire creativity. And I think, you know, so much of, you know, sending our kids off to school and, you know, sitting at a desk for eight hours a day and absorbing and learning while it's all great. It's content that is, um, you know, is, is being taught to, to um, the students. I think that, you know, coming into the dance studio, walking into a music lesson, uh, going into an acting class, taking a yoga class, you know, you're around this atmosphere of listening to sound, you know, using your body as an instrument. And I think it gets out of that, you know, particular like classroom setting and our minds are able to expand in whole new ways and um you know just just being a teacher these last 10 years i've seen it i've seen the kids grow in ways that they you know had they not had the opportunities to take arts classes or lessons i don't know that they would have so and, and that really resonates with me as well, because I feel that my role in this universe is to be able to help parents to understand how to make their kids' pathway a little richer along the way. And through the arts, you know, we know that kids are engaging their brains and their bodies in ways that they're not getting to do a whole lot during the school day. And that creativity bit is huge, because mm -hmm. I find that kids when they come to us sometimes feel a little bit self-conscious and sheltered because they want to just kind of fit into that that norm whatever the status quo or wherever their peer group kind of happens to be but through the yeah. arts we get little glimpses into their little souls and we see the potential in there and I think that's the most magical thing about being in a classroom and working with the students. And I imagine the students you have in Haiti are the same way, because they, they likely have not seen tap shoes before, and they've likely not interacted with groups of people like you're bringing to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just such a great, such a great platform for parents to listen to this, and, and um, Young, what you're doing here with this platform is just is wonderful. It's in it's enriching and it's and it's great. And I think, um, yeah. And you just hit it on the head, like expanding our creativity. Um, you know, so much of our daily lives is spent like sort of. I guess I would peg it in a mechanical way, right? Like we our alarm is set, um, it goes off, we hit it off. <laughs> you know, we wake up, we brush our teeth, we walk to our room, we put on our clothes, we walk, we grab our backpack, we walk out the door, you know, um, we go to school, we sit in a desk, we listen, we write, we, you know, all great. Um, but then we walk into this whole different realm of creativity where, um, yeah, I've just seen it. I've seen it grow our students. I've seen it expand horizons, not only in just kids, but adults too. So the parents listening, you know, if, if you haven't put on a pair of shoes yet, I encourage you to do so. If you haven't rolled out that yoga mat, I encourage you to do so. Take a mommy and me class. Um, I think it's the best investment, not only in your mind, um, body, but also the spirit.
too. And that brings up a really great point because I know that when I first started teaching here locally, I started with adults and the adult population is definitely very different there. You know, a lot of them were moms, so they're putting themselves last. But when they made the decision to come be in that class and be able to reconnect with a part of themselves that maybe they hadn't even seen or played with since they were a kid. You know, I had, mm-hmm. I had somebody come into class last week and I went around the room at the very end and I said, you know, what did you like best about today? And she mm-hmm. said to me, it was so great to be a kid again. And I just thought, wow, how do, how do we forget that in, in the minutia of the, the everyday, like you were just recounting? We forget that we're supposed to be playful and be joyful and do things for ourselves that you know, help and nourish our body and nourish our soul. So yes, kudos to you for bringing that point up because I think adults, there's some, there's some limitations. I think we often put on ourselves about, Oh gosh, I don't know that I want to wear a pair of spandex and go sit in this class. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I'm not very flexible. So maybe I'm just not going to go to class when reality really goes beyond that. Right. Right, totally does. And, you know, just uh, briefly, um, to unveil a little bit of that personally, so last year was a lot of just, like, getting from the ground up and working a lot on um, the pieces of impact and what we needed to put in place. And I found myself, like, behind the computer screen. And I remember, and, and I took myself off the teaching schedule a little bit more. I was going to yoga, but not as regularly um, and I remember looking at our studio director, Miss Lauren Martin, here at Inspiration Performing Arts Center and saying, like, looking at her and saying, I need to put myself back on the teaching schedule. Like, I feel like a part of my soul has died. And like this, this last year, just like being behind a computer. And so I did. And um, I put myself back on the teaching schedule. Believe it or not, I do teach regular classes as busy as I am. Um, I do find the time and you have to carve out that time for, you know, just like, I'd like to call it quote unquote soul sanity. Like, I think we all need that. And, um, you know, the other parts of our lives will become richer because of it. So parents listening, yes, heed the advice, you know, definitely sign up for a class. I completely agree. And that kind of, you know, goes back to my story of why I started the studio. I had just Mm -hmm. gotten off the road after traveling for almost two years and performing and setting up events. And I moved back to my hometown and I kind of, it was nice to unpack my suitcase and not, and not Mm -hmm. be afraid of the, you know, being in a new city every three days. However, like you said, I felt like there was a part of me that was missing and the only mm-hmm. way I could replace that was by going out and sharing what I had learned and what I had been privileged to be given the opportunity to do. So, yes, listeners, parents, get back in class, enjoy yourself, be a kid again, and find that renewed sense of purpose, renewed sense of passion. And, you know, we're here talking about your kids, but having a calm soul, a calm spirit, when you're invigorated and energized, that's going to transcend into how you deal with your kids every single day. So certainly, you know, take Katie's advice, take my advice, call up your local studio and get yourself back in classes and just go for it. Don't worry about mm-hmm. what anyone says or maybe the little voice in your head is saying to, to not go do that because you're not wanting to put yourself out there. All I can say is you have to go try it and experience it 
and experience the magic of what the arts has to offer. Katie, we're just about to the end of our time together, but I have a couple more questions for you. The first sure. one is, if our listeners are super excited about what you're doing with Impact, how can they get involved? Okay, so there's a, there's a couple different ways that they can get involved. Uh, the first way would be to um, get social with us on Facebook and Instagram. We have that uh, as well. Um, but to go to our website and to learn more about our organization, uh, the website URL is www.to, um, written out, T-O, impacttheworld.org, to impacttheworld.org. And our website is a great resource for parents to, you know, see about trips. Is it that your, you know, um, son or daughter wants to join in and be a part of the efforts as a missionary, uh, wants to go dance, love, and serve in Haiti, Uganda, or Southeast Asia? That's one way. Also, um, we have, we are 501c3, so we have donation links. Um, our new monthly given, giving options will be on our site here at the end of this week. Um, yeah, so there's just a lot of dynamic ways. Also, I'm on Facebook at Katie Owings, and I am really, really, really kind of a crazy communicator. So if you want to email me or shoot me a private message, I will get on it and get back to you. Um, my personal email is impacttheworldtogether at gmail.com. So if you have a question or a comment, um, feel free to to talk and to be involved in the conversation. I would love to hear from you. All right, listeners, Katie has given you loads of resources to get involved, not only with impact, but to reach out to her personally. So definitely she's a wealth of information. Please take advantage of that and reach out to her and see how you can help serve and make a bigger impact in our world. And Katie, before we say goodbye, can you leave our listeners with one parting piece of advice about the arts and how maybe you view the arts changing the world? I guess my biggest encouragement to the parents listening would be that it starts with you, really. It starts um, with you as a parent, um, deciding to step outside and think outside the box and um, maybe go take a class for yourself or just keep encouraging your children in a really positive light. Um, letting them explore the arts and the arts in all ways. So whether it's painting or dancing or singing or playing a musical instrument, I don't, uh, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I don't know that there's a better investment for you and your family than to really invest in creating beautiful works of art. Parents, you heard it here. You are the key. You have to take that first step and invest in yourself and invest in your child and go out there and make an impact on the world. Katie, at the end of the show, I just really want to commend you and say how honored I am for you to be here today because really you're, you're taking something that I love to this global level and I just think there's something so magical about that. I Cannot wait to see what is next in your long list of accomplishments and, and all the things you're doing. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Young. Thank you for the opportunity, and thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm so grateful for this.
Over the past couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about Howard Gardner and his theory of multiple intelligences, and how he, in 1983, sort of turned education on its head as he talked about the eight different ways for each of us to know and learn. I like to refer to these multiple intelligences as superpowers, as we do at my academy. Well, I have some exciting news to announce. I will be launching my first book on May 1st, all about how you as parents can learn to unleash your child's unique superpowers and how to propel their learning through the arts. If you're keen to follow the process or would like to be part of our book launch team or just want to be first in line to get it off of Amazon, please shoot me an email to yong, Y-O-N-G, at elcoarts, E-L-K-O-A-R-T-S dot org with the subject line, I'm in, and I'll make sure that you know everything that's happening about the launch of this book. I cannot wait for you to dive into this book and put into action all the steps I've outlined for you to help you raise a smarter kid through the arts. I also want to say a great big thank you to all of our listeners for supporting me on the journey here on the podcast. I will catch you next week for a brand new episode. Thanks and have a fantastic Friday. Music